This is Hawaii Rising, a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund. I'm Siuno Amos. I'm Kenji Cataldo. Today we're speaking with Junior and Jesse Kekivi from Namokuaupuni Oko'olauhui in East Maui. Namokuaupuni Oko'olauhui perpetuates the Kanaka Maui traditional and customary lifestyle of Ke'anai Wailuanui. Encompassing nearly 400 acres of lo'i, this area was renowned for taro farming until commercial stream diversions completely dewatered the area. But in 2018, the community's 30-year legal struggle resulted in the largest stream restoration in Hawaii's history. You can hear more about that in our first episode with Namoku in 2022. In this interview with Junior and Jesse from earlier this month, we heard about another big victory that Namoku is currently celebrating. So today we get to have a conversation with Jesse and Junior from Namoku Aupuni o Ko'olauhui. And it sounds like there's some news to share, so we're excited to get into it. But maybe we could start off by having you both introduce yourselves. Uh, my name is Jerome Kikivi Junior. Um, I come from uh, this little village, Kianai Wailuanui Aupua, in the east side of Maui. I'm a Kalo farmer. Uh, gather, you know, we live the old traditional lifestyle, the Hawaiian lifestyle, and um, uh, the current president um, for Namoku Aupuni Oko'olauhui. Aloha, my name is Jesse Kekivi Aveau, and I'm the uh, current secretary of Namoku Aupuni Oko'olauhui. I am a lineal descendant of Keanai and Wailuanui Moku. And we are the protectors of our resources on Maui Hikina. No, mahalo for introducing yourselves and for taking some time to share with us today. So what is the big news? Uh, maybe we can uh, get into that later. <laughs> sure thing. But um, yeah, shucks, we, 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 we've been real busy, you know, um, this, past, this past year or a couple years. Um, and I'm super grateful for the... The opportunity that HPF, um, you know, support us with, you know, um, been been a big, uh, big, big help uh, for our organization uh, throughout these past years. But uh, yeah, we just been grinding, working hard, and um, you know, uh, praying hard, and you know, all that all that work pays off um, when you when you keep on pushing, uh, like. For me, our kupunas, we, we owe them everything everything that, that we get today, you know. Um, they didn't really um, create, they, they wouldn't believe, you know, they wouldn't believe in themselves and they wouldn't believe that their, uh, their resources um, belong in the river feeding our people, our um, native aquatic species. And with those efforts, you know, um, that's why we're here today. You know, everybody knows that Namoko is the lead plaintiffs for the East Maui water case. In 2016, we had a, um, <clears throat> a rightful uh, decision 
from uh, Judge Nishimura that, uh, you know, released 10 rivers and streams, 10 taro feeding rivers and streams, 100% in East Maui. And now other rivers have IIFS, which is the interim in-stream flow standards. Um, and that is the most biggest accomplishment that um, our kupunas and our organization um, has done, you know, um, by getting the water rights back and the water resources back into the river. So with that, with that, that created a whole lot of uh, opportunities for our organization to um, collaborate with um, this one specific network called Maui Nui Makai Network. They really um, mold us and help us through this, through this um, past years, um, you know, with Aka and uh, Kokua. Um, and they specifically would uh, help us with our Makai management. So we, we do we do Mauka management, we monitor the waters in the rivers, and we do Makai management, where we um, educate the local people, the tourists, about the Makai resources in Kanai and Wailuanui. Yeah, so the Maui Nui Makai Network is a big, uh, big partner for Fonomoku. And um, you're super grateful for them. Also with HPF, <clears throat> HPF, you know, um, super grateful for you guys' support. But um, yeah, with, with all that collaboration, you know, uh, we had an opportunity. I, I'm not too sure if we got to mention it on on the other podcasts, but uh, we had the opportunity to acquire the right of entry to this uh, nine-acre parcel back in 2020. Um, it used to be called the Camp Kanai, uh, the old YMCA. And um, in 20, at, the, at the end of 2020, we got a chance to acquire the right of entry. And in that time, from 2020 till today, you know, um, our organization, our board, our board, our community, been uh, working really hard to um, bring that property back to where it was meant to be. Uh, when we first walked into the property, it was um, run down. Uh, needed needed our the mama from the community, you know, to to rejuvenate the the soil and uh and the buildings up there so you know we and we took it on in the midst of covid at that time eh? so <clears throat> you know we never was real hard because we couldn't just get into it and operate eh? you know like any other team or any other um, business I would say, but you know, we even keep our head up. We 
got everything acquired, uh, put in order. You know, insurances is the biggest um, thing that we need for cover the, the property. And then also with the, like I said, the help of the community coming up, taking care of the yard, showing, uh, showing all the debris and like had massive amounts of uh, um, rubbish all over the place from big appliances to sharp metals and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, this past couple of years, we've just been cleaning that property and getting it ready. And, you know, last year we finally got to um, host um, a couple, well, not a couple, multiple groups, family reunions, um, weddings, uh, cultural cultural exchange groups. And uh, one of them, the first one was with Maui Nui Makai Network. They, uh, they were able to bring the Chumash tribe from Northern California down. And uh, we also got to uh, meet with um, the VAO, W-A-O, uh, We Are Oceania, the uh, Josie from Oahu. She, she helped the Micronesian people. So that concept was all about the canoes. We all canoe people, the Hawaiian people canoe people, the Micronesians canoe people, and the Chumash canoe people. So that's what, and the, and the waters connect us, yeah? That was the concept of that, um, of that gathering. But you know, the, the, the bond and the, the information that, that was shared is out of this world, you know, like we, we, and it was able to come to us, you know, come to Kamai and, and we got to take them to experience, like show them the low ease. We got to make an emu for them, you know, traditional cooking styles, um, a little bit kani kapila, you know, music and, um, yeah, take them up to the to the Namoku project site and get in the mud and you know plant, pool, pool taro. So yeah, that's this was a real, real um, eye opener and uh, blessed opportunity to have. So with all that being said, like I said, you guys are gonna be the first. This is the first, you guys are going to get the first, uh, um, I guess this is the first interview of it, you know. So we, we're super proud for, and and let me just say, this wasn't um, scripted or anything because, you know, we had this uh, lined up already, this podcast, and um, it everything just lined up. So I don't know, sister, you like tell them? I think you should because you're the president. <laughs> okay. So, you know, all of that good stuff that I just said, you know, about the property, about um, having the right of entry for the past four years and working hard and, you know, having groups sharing our our, uh, our culture from our community. Just this past Friday, um, February 9th, which another coincidence is uh, uh, Kamehameha the fourth, I think, right? Liho Liho. It was his birthday, right? And Princess Ruth. 
I believe it was was that eighteen thirty four. They that they were born, so like exactly one hundred and ninety years. Till till that day, I, it's unbelievable. I can't believe. Like I was just reading them. I was like, wow. But anyways, we had the opportunity to go for a long term lease for that property. And uh, with the help of uh, land agent Daniel and Alice to support us, um, it became uh, an item agenda on the BLNL board. So we flew up to Oahu last Friday and uh, testified on behalf of Namoku and, you know, showed them all the support that we have and um, all the efforts that we were, we did for the property and um the BLNR, BLNR board unanimously favored Inamoku's um, ability to uh, take care of that property. So now Namoku is the long-term leaseholder for Kanaiuka. But wait, let me tell you a story. Or not a story. Let's get into this. So... The BLNR was going to grant Namoku at least up to 30 years. The previous uh, leaseholders had the property for 55 years. So at the time, they thought that 55 years was the max. Came to find out the maximum to have this lease is for 65 years. So one of the board members, Amy, had asked what would be the most years Namoku would be able to hold this lease. And um, the board agents came up with 65 years. So Namoku has Kianaiuka's lease, and this is the first time in history that they are doing this for 65 years. Woo! That was a crying... A moment for us watching them on Zoom, uh, cheering, crying, you know, excited. And we are just so happy that um, Namoku is the leaseholders now of Kanaiuka for the next 65 years. That's such exciting news. Congratulations, Homeikai. And that's um, really amazing to hear not only that just a long term lease, but such a long term lease that really um, gives the community a chance to, to do something with that in the long term and to have that stability and to be able to plan over, uh, you know, for the next generations of, of the stewards of that land. So that, that's really exciting. Yeah, we're, thank you for sharing. That's some uplifting news for us today. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, um, we were just as shocked as everybody else was, you know, but I guess... Um, they they could feel the the mana, you know, the the good hearts and the hard work paid off, eh, you know. So all of that being said, you know, we gotta give thanks to first and foremost our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Kiakua, and our Kupunas, you know. Like I said, if it wasn't for them in organizing, we probably wouldn't be where we are today, you know? So 
That's, that's the whole, we, we owe the, our kupunas in our village. And we still have a handful of kupunas still yet with us. Eh? A lot of them passed before even seeing the water release, before seeing the water come back to their farm and before seeing this accomplishment, you know. So we're going we're gonna to have one big, um, one big gathering for them in honor of them, guaranteed. I know that um, 65 years is a major expanse of time to be looking out on, but I'm just wondering if you have any um, beginning hopes, uh, beginning visions uh, for Kanaiuka of what you hope to see there in, in the years to come. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, that's a place to where we can um, create job opportunities for people. So like for us, most of our people, them, they need to drive at least an hour and a half to two hours to the central side to work. So if we can start creating that job opportunity to just have them stay in the village, have an opportunity to um, get some employment and um, not drive as far, and then have more time with their family. That's that's the that's the goal right there. Yeah. And then also, you know, it it'll create avenues to like we, we get plans or we get plans coming up for the structures and uh to create certified kitchen, you know, um maybe make a poi meal, not maybe Definitely a point meal will be put in place because, um, as you guys know, Kanai and Wailua Nui, we all tarot farmers, so we can give the farmer an opportunity to sell his product at a good rate and not have to travel far or give the opportunity to the farmer to make their own poi and certify it so they can get it out to the markets. You know, the, the opportunity is endless. But we really got to thank every, everybody that would help us get to this this place, you know. Everybody. Yeah, get so much people for mention, you know. It's, we're just super grateful, bro, and excited, excited, really. With Kianai Uka's property, we also acquired uh, the Namoku project site which is a 4.2, uh, 4.82 acres of Loikalo. So we're hoping to do a uh, farm to table and open up that property even more. So the Lo'i, the Lo'i, um, Namoku actually cared for it, for that parcel um, back in the 90s, I believe like the late 90s, 90. Six, seven, eight, like that. But all this time, we just we we thought that we had the lease, but we only had the right of entry. So the land land agent decided to combine both parcels and go for it um, this past Friday. And and lo and behold, we we got um, both the parcels. They, the the board seen the. How, how the thing would work side by side, yeah. you know, the lo'i and the, the property. So super grateful, yeah. 
Yeah, this um, such a big win. Also, just hearing you talk about um, you know food production and economic um, sufficiency within the community, not having to commute to go to work. Um, just all of these ways of um, these, I guess, expressions of Aya at home in the community. And it's really beautiful to hear. Um, I'm wondering if you could share a little bit about, um, you know, thinking about what that vision is, you know, what are some of the steps, kind of the next steps to get there? And also thinking about how, um, uh, I guess, what other support could help you along this, along this path? So the next steps is probably probably to uh, get with get with my board, our Namoku board, and you know, because um, we didn't even get to uh, talk talk yet, you know, even with with my with our board. So um, that'll definitely be the next step is to hoo up. We already we already seen this day coming, so we like I said, we already have a vision, a plan. Now we just gotta implement, and um, yeah, that's that's the best solution I say is if you can bring the conversation to light and figure out solutions instead of just dwelling on a problem. You know, um, I, I believe that's how we when we were uh, so successful i think our next steps also is to um of course meet with our board members because we haven't had a chance to you know hurrah on this exciting news but also to now go out and look for funding because we were so hesitant of fixing up the place we would do little by little and all volunteer wise so now we can take that next step and go out and look for funding and actually do the actual work and renovations that we need to do and, you know, bring uh, Keanai Uka back to life where she belongs, you know, fix up the place, make the place more accessible. There's a lot of fixing up that needs to be done and we've been doing it little by little with uh, help from volunteers or groups that would come in, uh, do work exchange. And we were really hesitant on putting everything into the place, although we knew we were going to get it, but we needed to wait till we had pa'a the lease first. And now that the lease is pa'a, we can move forward and do all the fixing up that we need uh, to be done on the property, to bring the property up to par, uh, to make the property better. And now funding is our, I think is our biggest next step, is getting the funding <clears throat> and the manpower. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think, of course, um, you know, we're always wondering, and I just uh, wanted to ask if there is anything that you would like to share um, you know, about how the fires last August may have impacted or may still be impacting your work in the community? <clears throat> um, shucks, for us, 
of course had an impact, had an impact on on the whole island, you know. Um, but we all the way on the east side, we in the jungle, and um, we never really. I mean, Anakushi, we never get affected because we did, you know, um, the tourism and all the, I think all the businesses on East Maui uh, felt a little uh, strained. But as for the family and as for um, <clears throat> the community, uh, I think we were just more concerned about, because we, can I, so East Maui and West Maui is really connected because a lot of our families from East Maui went to Lahaina Luna at that time. Eh? That was the boarding school at the time. So, you know, and we still get plenty of families down there. But for us, luckily, where our family made it out, you know, in time. But they lost everything, too, that, that they was down there. So, you know, at one point, we went open up the property for, for families for come in. And um and stay for free, you know. We we had we had a couple people come, and then you know they. The thing is that Kenya is so far, and it's not easy. If if you don't know lifestyle, it's not easy to make it in there, you know. So, um, yeah, we. We still had a, a group though from from BYU and they were super supportive. Like they started to share their um, share the, what happened on Maui, and then we started to get some donations so we could help uh, the fire, the families from the fire, buy uh, equipment or tools or you know clothes, and we just went send them down to the hubs. But. Yeah, as for, like, uh, uh, the fire affecting us, like I said, there was uh, a little effect on, um, like, because the camping and stuff like that, but not um, not like how Lahaina got affected. Like, oh, that's just devastation, you know. I sh Still yet to this day, I, I, never e I never even get a chance for going on there. I don't like going on there, you know. Because I guarantee I would, I would break down myself, you know what I mean? Too much uh, memories, good memories down there. I did have a chance to go. And mahalo, HPF, for granting Namoku uh, the Maui Fire Relief Funding. So I was in charge of that. And we did, as soon as we got the grant, we went out, we bought supplies, we took it to the hubs. Uh, we helped whoever, you know, who, who helped. We helped who needed help. Um, the hubs are very, very grateful. I did make it out to Lahaina, and the week after, the week after that, I got really sick. So yeah, I it probably wasn't my time to go out, but I did. You know, we took a whole truckload out <clears throat> of supplies to one of the hubs that was in on Lahaina Luna Road in, in the burn area. And I had a hard time finding this hub because I had to pass through military and I've communicated with this person only via text. So they pointed me in a direction and I just went and looked for the hub and uh, it was a family that was running it out of their home 
because the hub that was located close to them were turning away people and were turning away um, natives. So that kind of got to me. Um, I took him two truckloads and he would pedal his bike to the Kupuna's homes who did, I mean, the people who couldn't make it out and he would deliver to them. And one day I followed him, you know, and he showed me what he did. And I was so grateful for that. And we are so grateful for HPF in granting us that <clears throat> um, award. Very grateful. Mahalo, mahalo for all you guys do and, and your help uh, to our communities. Mahalo for being that on the ground support and response. We know that's that's the most important kind. You know, thank you, Sino, for asking that the question about the fire response. Because you know, there's also the ongoing um, battles over water in West Maui now too. And I know you folks um, are on the other end of that battle and had this amazing success in East Maui. Um, and just wondering if you have any thoughts you'd like to share from that perspective about, you know, kind of what it took to be plaintiffs, the lead plaintiffs in such a long case and kind of what that, what that struggle looks like. <laughs> All depends on how you're looking at them, you know, because we get big success and then we get big loss at the same time. You know, all throughout those years, <clears throat> we had kupunas, Make, you know, we had um, native species disappear. We had native plants and uh, taro disappear, die off too. Like, but then at the end, you know, the judgment ruled in our favor, and that and the water was rightfully restored because of our because of the action that our kupunas when decide for take, you know, so it's, 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 it's hard bruh, for, for talk about this water situation, because for me, I, I want, I want Tarot Farmer, I come, we, we come with common sense, you know what I mean, we're not, we're not coming to an action where we're trying to fill up our pockets or, or, or not understand the, uh, the detrimental dis disaster that can happen if you're taking all of the water out of the stream. Like, we, the, the thing would last for a lifetime. The, the, the hurt that went, that went happen on the land is going to be there for a lifetime, you know? But if you just have a little common sense and a little, little bit Manao of, 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 of this place, Hawaii, Maui, Hawaii, the whole Hawaii, you know. We, we were a unique place in the world, you know, and, and get, get certain ways that should be, you know, should be uh, followed. But... That's the, I think that's the most, uh, the biggest challenge that we get is um, making the people that is in power 
see what we see. You know what I mean? Feel what we feel. You know, because every day I in the mud. I eat a planting taro, I pulling taro, pulling grass, cutting grass, you know, um looking looking for the fish, catching fish, you know, that's simple. Walk going following the river for make sure no more any blockage or uh debris in the river so our water can reach to us, you know. Cause our 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 water line is like five six seven miles long plus you know from the from the valley to the to the ocean i mean uh, to the to the pole and and we take care of that you know like every time get big water get ely elies that build up so we gotta go up we gotta shovel you know get all that done and that's all volunteer work that's like for me that's on kuleana that we gotta do but it's tiring but then we gotta do them because if not, we're not going to have the uh, right amount of water flow coming to the valley, eh? So, yeah, I was just, just, no matter what, we're going to get challenges, but we got to, as as people, as, as the Hawaiian people, even if you're not Hawaiian, you mean it, but if you feel for us and you love us, you love Hawaii, you got to, we got to stand together and, and uh, look at the the bigger picture on on how we can all uh, coexist in in our islands. You know what I mean? Like like my sister said, we lineal descendants. We was born and raised in that village. So what we gonna do? We are gonna try our hardest and our best for uh, make our kupunas proud and um, follow follow the righteous ways of living and keep tracking, you know, that's, that's all we can do. And, Cause if we give up, then what they win? No, they're not going to happen. You guys going to have to deal with us and you guys going to have to deal with our kids. You guys going to have to deal with the next hundred generations because they're going to be more smart. I don't know about if they're going to be more strong, but, you know, <laughs> definitely they're going to they gonna get more manao and, uh, and ike. So. Yeah. Like for us, it's a common sense thing, you know, to malama. Malama are aina, malama are vai. Uh, we're not there to harvest the vai, you know, for um, for greed or for money. That's our way of life. We need Vai to, to live. We need our Kalo to live, you know, and our Kalo is what feeds us. So when I look at it, I see all these um, companies coming in, you know, trying to monitor or trying to take water for greed, for money. And what about the people like the Lahaina Fire, you know? So <clears throat> Namoku's work really hard. I'm very, very proud of proud of Junior for being there, you know, sticking it out all these years uh, from my dad's time, from him being one of the founders with our the rest of our kupunas who were older than he was. But Junior was there from when he was three years old. So very, very proud of Namoku and what it has become.
I was just going to ask if there's anything else that either of you would like to share any other updates or, or things going on um, that you wanted to share about Namoku right now? Yeah, there's a lot of things that, you know, like I said, we're doing Mauka management with the water, water monitoring. We're doing Makai management. With our, we just got a Makai watch personnel. We're working with DAR. Um, we're doing, now we have, um, you know, the restoration of Kanaiuka. Uh, we have Lo'i restoration, Awai restoration, uh, community work days once a week. We go up in the mountain and we go clean our po'o to make sure that our waters are flowing. We're working with the community to to get Hawaiian homelands, you know, so we can get our people on the aina. And also, yeah, uh, Having uh, school groups come in now, you know, the, we have a bunch of school groups coming in, uh, in uh, students interested in um, in the works that Namoku has been doing. And for me, I'm super proud to share that manao with them. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad they're asking the questions because if nobody gonna ask the questions, then we're not going to get one chance to pass down the story. Yeah, this this year, I believe, I mean, all every year is busy, but I believe like now we're gonna we're gonna ramp it up, you know, and then we're gonna we're gonna grab the bull by the horn, and we're just gonna go take it to its full potential. Yeah. <laughs> mahalo, mahalo, HPF for you know all the grants that we've been awarded from HPF it helps so much in many many ways mahalo 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 to you all for for doing the work you're doing day in and day out um we're so grateful to you and and thank you for taking some time to to talk with us today and to share share the exciting news um we're really really stoked about that and glad that we can share that out and um uplift uplift your work mahalo Mahalo. Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey. Our theme music is revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock, written and sung by Mickey Hui Hui. A big thank you to our community supporters and to you, our audience, for listening. Ahui ho. Training enemy for fight against whip bread and old.